Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. I'm Becky Hansen. This is Closer Look. My guest today is John McMartin, president of Minot Area Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to Closer Look, John. Thank you, Becky. I'm pleased to join you. To start us off, do you have a favorite story about how the Chamber of Commerce has affected the Minot area? I would go back to when we started doing some fundraising to support the Minot Air Force Base and help with our retention efforts. We have in the neighborhood of 700 members, and it's been plus or minus that for a lot of years. We sent out a letter asking for anything that they were willing to provide so that we could build up a a fund, a, a, a war chest, if you wish. And the um, gentleman that wrote back and sent a check was Myron Florin. And Myron was a violin player. Some folks would be familiar with him from uh, the Lawrence Welk show. And yes, now I'm dating myself, but he routinely came to Minot because of the Norse Kuss Fest. And California was now his home. And to have him be the first person to send in a check and say, I want to support the Minot community because Minot and the Huss Fest and all of you people mean a lot to me was very touching. Why do people love making their home and businesses in the Minot area? We call ourselves the Magic City. And one of the reasons we do is when when folks were moving across the plains, they got to a place with the railroad and there was a mile-long gap in the topography, uh, a coulee, if you wish. And it took them all winter to build up a, a, a big enough supply of timber to be able to build the uh, Trestle Valley Bridge. And uh, so the the comment was, Minot sprang up as if by magic. And lots of magical things have happened. And it is the people. It is the people. It's the way the people embrace each other, embrace the possibility for change, and show up to help. Uh, I mentioned the Norse Coast Fest. It's it's the the largest Scandinavian festival in uh, North America, and it takes about over a couple thousand volunteers, and every year people take vacation time just to volunteer to make the Hoos Fest successful. It is the people. What's the mission of the chamber? We promote business. We're going to promote leadership uh, and leadership training. Uh, We're going to promote growth with an emphasis on population, quality of life, entrepreneurship within the greater Minot area. And we want to also seek to unify the community. And one of the things I learned uh, a number of years ago is is what's good for the chamber is usually good for the community, and what's good for the community is usually good for the chamber. How long have you been involved with the chamber? What's your story? I had an opportunity to go to work for a congressman, and I did for a while, about 18 months, and I moved back into the heartland of the country, and I worked for a company where I certainly enjoyed it immensely, but 
corporate politics just was confusing to me after playing politics in the real world. And so I had an opportunity to leave that place and go to work for the Billings Chamber of Commerce and spent some time there. And then this job came up and North Dakota was home. And I thought I'd be here five or six years. And uh, I came here in August of 1990. And I've started my 31st year here because Minot truly has become home. And I love being here in Minot. I'm Becky Hansen. Thanks for tuning in. This is Closer Look. My guest today is John McMartin, president of Minot Area Chamber of Commerce. John, I believe there are nine action plans and committees that kind of form the foundation of the Minot Area Chamber of Commerce. I'd like to go through each one of those briefly and just maybe stir up some interest in the locals. The first one is called Agribusiness Committee, and it sponsors events that enhance rural and urban relationships. Yes, indeed. And that can be anything from serving coffee at a, at a local agricultural show to our ag golf scramble. The ones that perhaps I remember best are when we serve coffee and juice and rolls at the North Dakota State Fair. And we do it specifically in the barns where uh, FFA and 4-H kids are displaying their critters. And so that we're there about 7 in the morning. And, you know, based upon my tenure here at the chamber, I'm now seeing people who were kids when I first got here have their kids out there showing, you know, whether it's uh, sheep or goats or cows or pigs. And that's certainly rewarding. And, and it keeps us engaged with them. The egg golf scramble is is a reminder to say thank you to the agricultural producers in the area and just remind them that we know agriculture is the base of our economy. The Ambassadors Committee uh, is kind of the public relations arm of the chamber. Yes, they are. They're our front door. Uh, we call them our red coats. They all have red blazers, although they, in the summers, they've found that red polyester blazers are very warm, and so golf shirts are the order of the day. But um, they go out and we do ribbon cuttings uh, for new businesses. We'll go out and do groundbreakings. The ambassadors will go out and they've got a, they, we, we print an annual directory and for us to mail them to everybody would be extraordinarily costly. And so once a year, the ambassadors do Operation Thank You, where they show up at the doorstep of our members and say, thanks for your membership, and here's your new chamber directory. Yes, all of the things are online, but we have found over the years that our members do wait for that directory and appreciate seeing it in print. The Energy Committee is a large part of the industry. What do they do? It certainly is. We are not in the epicenter of the of what's going on with the Bakken or with coal mining, but we have people and companies that service both the uh, coal and power plant industry that's southwest of us, as well as the uh, uh, Bakken oil field, which is just west of us. And people live here that work in both places. So one of the things we do with the committee is bring in speakers to more fully educate those of us that are on the edge of the expansion 
to really understand more of what's going on out there or to learn something about a new technology that's being introduced into either arena. The Governmental Affairs Committee covers legislative issues facing businesses both locally and nationally. That must be very helpful. We think it is. We do some things locally, uh, let's say uh, a sales tax that has gone to infrastructure and property tax relief and, and economic development is coming up for renewal. The chamber has always supported that and oftentimes provides much of the leadership to help go out and sell the merits of why that sales tax should be renewed. We also get engaged in, as your listeners will know, we had a very, very large flood in 2011, and um, uh, we've gone out and we've, we've helped lead the charge to remind the city council of what level the flood protection needs to be. At the state level, partnerships are what the chamber game is all about, and we partner very strongly with the Greater North Dakota Chamber of Commerce in broad policy positions that will affect the business community on a number of topics. Nationally, we have really kind of limited uh, our activity to matters that surround the Minot Air Force Base and making sure Minot Air Force Base is here and relevant to the Air Force. The Infrastructure Committee involves highway departments and transportation carriers. What kind of things do they get into? At that committee, we'll talk about things like the Capital Improvements Program for the City of Minot, uh, and likewise the Capital Improvements Program or the improvement on the farm-to-market road system for the county. We talk about bid lettings that are coming up, uh, bridge repairs that are coming up, roads that are going to be shut down, water and sewer projects that are happening. Uh, The Infrastructure Committee uh, tries to keep their finger on the pulse of some of the major regional projects like the Northwest Area Water Supply System that's been in the works and has been adjudicated, and we're finally at the point that we'll see water flowing in the pipe sometime in the next couple of years. I'm Becky Hansen. This is Closer Look. My special guest today is John McMartin, president of Minot Area Chamber of Commerce. You're going to find them online at MinotChamber.org. They're also active on Facebook or reach them by phone at 852-6000. That's 852-6000. John, we've been talking about the different action plans and committees that fall under the Minot Chamber. Uh, The next one is Junior Achievement, which educates kids about the free enterprise system. Absolutely. And it's, it's one of those programs that warms everybody's heart that gets involved with it. The Chamber's role in that uh, is we raise money to be able to buy classroom kits from um, Junior Achievement of the Upper Midwest, which is based out of Minneapolis. Uh, there is a Junior Achievement of the U.S., and uh, they're the overall overarching uh, body for it. Those two groups provide in that kit age-specific, grade-specific material about our city, our nation, our world. Uh, It teaches kids the importance of saving. If you have a penny, how much of that penny? Or if you have a dollar, how much of that dollar are you going to put into savings? How much of it are you going to put 
for charitable contribution and why are those things important. They'll learn a little bit about city planning. It's an overall goal to help those kids understand more about the world we live in. It's also uh, a primary push on entrepreneurship and the free enterprise system Rem- and just giving the the kids a look at that you know you don't necessarily have to want to grow up and go to work for XYZ corporation not that a big company or a small company is a bad place to work but maybe you've got a good idea and, and maybe you can start your own business The next two committees seem to be related uh, to the military. The first one is Military Affairs Committee, and Team Minot continues to lead and strengthen the relationship between the community and the military. And then the Right Start Committee facilitates an overview of the Minot community to the military. How are those two different? You know, let me start with the Right Start Committee. We've constantly, all year long, got people that are moving here to Minot to use the military term PCS. They've got a permanent change of station. The permanent change might be for two years. It might be for a longer period of time, but they've, they're moving from one base to another. And they have a program that's called Right Start. And uh, we've just named our committee Right Start Committee. And and we've got probably a PowerPoint presentation that is essentially pictures and probably over 200 200 plus slides. And we go out to let people that are new to North Dakota, new to Minot, know what there is to see and do not only in Minot or the surrounding area, but North Dakota, and to the extent that Minot is 60 miles from the Canadian border, uh, our neighbors to the north. The military affairs program really is a program that is an outreach that helps foster better relationships, we, we at least we hope it does, with uh, personnel that serve at Minot Air Force Base. And likewise, through the Military Affairs Committee, it allows people from downtown to get a chance to learn a little bit more about what the men and women do out at the base. And uh, so it's truly educational for the folks downtown. And the things we do for the base in terms of activities, uh, I would start just kind of chronologically and say we've got what today is referred to as the sportsman's feed. My predecessor and his hunting buddies thought they were spending too much time with officers, and so they invited some of the enlisted men down in the fall to come to one of their homes, and I think there were a dozen or so young airmen, uh, came down and got to taste pheasant and duck and uh, venison and, and things that they probably had never experienced before in their life. That's been going on now for over 50 some odd years, and it's changed is greatly from just being the airmen to being a family-friendly event. We do it on the AFC-NFC playoffs, and there are a number of games from darts to the cornhole beanbag toss, and it's just a, it's just a spectacular time. I can see how all of these committees 
are broadly spread across the community. Um, the last one is Young Professionals Network, and it's for people the ages of 21 to 39 who are on a mission, and it creates that social and business networking opportunity. Absolutely. Our YP organization probably started a decade and a half ago, and it was at a time when uh, YP organizations were springing up across the country. Uh, At one time, there was probably an organization known as the Junior Chamber of Commerce had no relationship to the chamber, but it was a place that the younger people got together and tried to get things done. Our intention with the YP is to give them a relatively safe harbor where they've got a corporate umbrella over them, meaning the chamber. There's insurance that covers some of their activities, and it gives them a chance to learn about putting on volunteer events. There was a woman one time that everybody was gung-ho about an event, and by the time it came came to the event, she and two of her friends were the only ones that were there. And uh, afterwards, she told me, I learned a lot about what people, when people say they're going to do something, maybe they aren't going to. And, and so it, it's also, from at least my perspective, a place where they can learn in regards to, you know, yes, the event was very important to her, but it wasn't like it was a citywide event or you were getting, you were trying to get volunteers together to support the building of a new uh, park or something else where there was a lot more at stake. And so it, it gives them the chance to learn more about people, more about volunteers, and more about organizations like the Chamber. Tell me about Task Force 21. Task Force 21 is a group that is there and has been here for a period of time, and their job is to make sure that Minot Air Force Base remains strong and is here as long as it makes military sense to the nation. And we think that 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 last criteria, military sense to the nation, is is critical and vital because Minot is the only place in the nation that there are two legs of the strategic triad with the Minuteman missiles and the munitions that the B-52 can carry if we ever get to that point. And, and, and I say strategic deterrence because the intention and the desire is never to make use of those weapons, but to use those weapons to deter other people from creating nation-state war. Uh, it truly is a weapon that's designed to make sure it's never used. The things that go on at Minot are are truly critical. So Task Force 21 tries to educate the people in North Dakota, uh, we reach to our congressional delegation. We put on a symposium in Washington, D.C. and have for, oh, nine years uh, designed to help get the message out about why the triad is important and the need to modernize it. There's an effort called Women Connect. What is their purpose? Their purpose is to be able to get together and have 
seminars that they find of more interest or help to them, uh, whether it be uh, somebody might say, you know, how do I break the glass ceiling? Uh, that's the kind of the historical type question or topics that are designed specifically for and about women. Do they exclude men? No. Do some men come? Yes. But the, the, the intent is to make some of the or help help some of the uh, females that are breaking into business or are moving up a ladder in business, get their questions answered, perhaps in an atmosphere that they feel more comfortable in. As we're winding down the interview today, what do you see for the future of the Minot Area Chamber of Commerce? That's a good question, Becky, because uh, about a a year ago, I became the interim director for Minot Area Development Corporation as well, when their executive director resigned. Um, And the two executive committees, one from the Development Corporation and the one from the chamber, uh, were talking and said, you know, maybe we should be talking about merging. And um, first part of First part of February, of course, was the time that we got started doing some work in earnest. Bismarck had done the ver- uh, done something very similar, and so we brought their executive officer and a couple of their board members up to visit with our two complete boards. And we were about ready to sit down and having face-to-face conversations when COVID reared its ugly head, and we started having conversations in earnest in June. And that, I believe, will lead to a merger down the road, perhaps fourth quarter of this year or first quarter of the following year. So that, I think, is one of the big things, the big things that's on the forefront for us. And, and I, you know, we just, uh, we've got a discovery center, a children's discovery center that's going to be aimed at STEAM education or STEM education for some people. And we they have done very well fundraising and just announced this week that they're going to be getting a $6.3 million grant from the Department of Defense to help finish that off because that's important for, for their airmen and their families uh, for their kids to be able to have, to learn more about STEM programs. Uh, so we've got a couple of things, and there's a couple of other things in the economic development pipe that I think are just going to help our economy broaden as we, as we move forward. There's a lot happening in Minot. Uh, if you want more information about what's going on at the Chamber, you might go to MinotChamber.org or give them a call at 852-6000. John, uh, before we close, is there anything else that you'd like to add? You know, I just, uh, I, I greatly appreciate you reaching out, Becky. This is a unique opportunity for me to be having a little bit broader conversation with uh, folks that live in our area. I'd like to thank my guest, John McMartin, president of Minot Area Chamber of Commerce. For more information about the Minot Area Chamber of Commerce, you can also email us at closerlook at klove.com. That's closerlook at klove.com. For Closer Look, I'm Becky Hansen. This has been Klove Closer Look. Find us online at klove.com.